Buongiorno, this is Jardy B10, and you are listening to another episode of Jardy's Hacking Podcast. Everybody, it's me, it's Jordy B10, and hi, welcome, it's a hacking podcast, um, I'm currently just taking a quick little drive to the dog park, I got my stepdog, oh hi, hi, got my stepdog climbing up on the center console to be close to me. She's quite anxious in vehicles because uh, when she was a bit younger, uh, she was driving in the hatchback of her quote-unquote mother's vehicle, um, and they hit a pothole and the trunk exploded. The I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like the tire like blew through the the vehicle. Anyway, it was a bit of a wreck and. Now she's a bit of a wreck now, aren't you, donkey? Oh, me dong. Uh, anyway, so now she likes to be in the front seat on laps when applicable. Um, so yes, <laughs> that's the story of my dog. Um, and then I have another dog in the back seat who is also coming to the park. Anyway, we're going to the park, just doing a little drive there. Uh, so I figured why not... Why not start my 15-minute podcast with just a nice little driving throwback? Because you know what? It's been a while, and it will continue to be a while. But that's enough blathering. I accidentally hit stop when I meant to hit pause. That's fine. Um, so yes, that it is still the off-season, and this will be the last week that uh, I record a podcast, and it's still the off season as I believe the preseason begins on Monday which yeah it's been it's been a minute uh, since since we've had some um, I guess seasonal simulation games uh, we went through the hybrid attribute system um, and I'm eager to see that in play. Uh, it looks like everything's been implemented all good into the portal. Um, I know there's been some complaints with the UI. There's certainly some changes I would like to see still. Uh, specifically, I would like um, there to be an option to toggle um, SDHS attributes on the team page. Um, I would love to see that because admittedly, like I know... We have the new attributes, and, and there is part of me that just kind of wants to see them, you know, being implemented. You know, if you're if you're a new member and you come into the league and you see these new attributes, those are just the attributes. Um, and that's what it is, and that's what makes sense. Uh, and so I would, part of me wants to convert to that, but the other part of me hates seeing zeros <laughs> on, uh, on team, or on the player pages. Uh, it just feels weird. Um, and so, 
and I, I know this is just because we're boomers. We're all boomers now, thanks to this change. Um, but, you know, having a build of like 35,000,35,40,60,90 means fucking nothing to me. Um, like, I really need to see <laughs> the SDHS attributes uh, to kind of see what a player looks like truly. Um, and part of me thinks that is just a reality. It, it, it still does come down to the SDHS attributes. Um, so yeah, moral of the story is I would like to see that implemented on team pages so I can have an idea of what teams are made up of. This dog's ridiculous. You're ridiculous, bye. Um, for the record, her name is Aya, but we call her Pi because Aya rhymes with papaya and papaya has the sound pie in it. Um, yeah, it makes complete sense. But anyway, I'm back home now. Dogs are home now. And in conclusion, we're jazzed for the season to start. Yeah. Now let's move on to some random bullshit we can talk about. Uh, peeking onto the forum, some random bullshit, I think, would be award predictions. So, season 82 saw quite a few people do well in award predictions. Um, Fonzie got nine points, uh, and a number of people got eight. And this is largely due to, you know, predicting the same thing that happened the last three seasons in a row. Uh, a lot of these people figured Vancouver would win the cup, would finish the season top in points, that Duncan Idaho would win the Boule trophy, and that Moscow would be uh, in the finals from the European Conference, and they were all correct. Um, <laughs> and so a lot of people did right just by kind of picking your usual suspects. Conversely, so now predictions are open for this upcoming season, and I think we might see a little bit of a pivot, because now... The whole game has been changed. No one really knows who the good players are going to be. Um, and yeah, it, it's tough. I haven't done my predictions yet. I don't really know what I'm going to select for most of the awards. Uh, I think I'm going to have to scour the, um, the player lists and the team lists um, and just kind of pick the high TP, I'm, I'm going to look at who the highest TP players are, and I'm going to predict them. Uh, I have a temptation to, like for the Sterling Labatt Trophy, you know what, let's go, let's go over my thoughts for predictions without research. So if you want to copy these answers and be wrong, do that. Follow this advice right now, and don't uh, put any more thought into it or any refining on your own. So first off is the Continental Cup, um, formerly of the Vancouver Wolves. This season uh, they have thoroughly sold out, uh, meaning that the Continental Cup will be changing hands. And it will, of course, um, if not won by the DC Dragons, uh, I would say the... I'm between two. So Let's go with uh, let's go with the Helsinki Titans. I think, I think that's right. I think that's my winner. 
the Helsinki Titans will win the Continental Cup as well as the Victory Cup, I guess, while we're at it. While we're just making baseless assumptions, let's just assume that Helsinki wins both. Um, just, I think the X factor um, for Helsinki winning the cup over Seattle, which is just the other team I looked at. I know there's other competitive teams, but these are just the only two I care to look at right now. I'm not, I'm not looking at all 16 teams. I'm just going to look at these two. <laughs> um, I do think Seattle's an overall better team, um, but Helsinki has the Javier Booberry X factor. And if you listen to my notes from yesterday, you will know that Javier Booberry is the best goddamn goalie in the league, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, I think that'll that'll lift them up into Continental Cup range. That being said, I guess that they won't win the Victory Cup in that case because their forwards are good. They're good, um, and Meta doesn't exist. Uh, and Jonathan Ori is one of the highest, if not the highest, TPA forward in the league. Again, I'm not going to back up that statement. I know there's lots of uh, higher TPE players, but they all are depreciated, and uh, who has time to do the math? Um, <laughs> who has time to look at Moscow and see if Duncan Idaho has more TPE total points applied? The answer is me, and he does. But anyway, uh, Jonathan Ori does have one of the highest TPAs in the league, um, but he is doing a passing build, which, you know, pre-in-the-metaverse was a big no-no. But, you know, post-meta, it might just be the most efficient use of your of your TPE. In fact, if we compare Ori to, to Duncan Idaho, you can see their builds are a little bit inversed, or they're quite comparable, I should say. Let's let's take a little let's take a little look here. Uh, so Dunk the Lunk went a little bit heavier on checking. He's got 79 versus Ori 65. Uh, Ori also has discipline. Okay, you know what, rookie, you're fucking this up. It's not how you do it. But <laughs> Ori's got discipline. Uh, Dunk doesn't. So Ori's not going to be winning the Boulay Trophy anytime soon. Um, Ori, they have comparable skating. Uh, Dunk went heavy on strength, um, comparable puck handling. Oh, Ori went heavy in face-offs. I was wondering where the shoe was going to drop here. Uh, I was wondering how they had pretty similar TPA, but such different statistics. And there it is. Uh, we got a face-off ace in Helsinki. Uh, but what I thought was interesting was when it came down to the passing scoring defense thing. So Ori's got 92 passing, 65 scoring, and 70 defense, whereas Dunk has 66 passing and 85 scoring uh, and 93 defense. So it looks like Green prioritized defense over scoring, probably because it's really hard to prioritize scoring. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out for them. Um, through this, I have actually concluded that I, I think I'm liking Duncan Idaho's build better, even in the non-meta side of things. Uh, I mean, yeah, he still managed to get quite high scoring and defense and fairly low passing. So, I mean, he's basically, he's basically a meta player. 
Here's your MVP, everyone. Look no further. Look at me ping-ponging everywhere. Actually, in looking at this, I have concluded that uh, Moscow is better than Helsinki. So I lied. I, I'm still going to stick to my guns and say that Helsinki is going to win the cup. Am I actually going to predict that? Probably not. But what I am now going to say is that Moscow is going to win the victory cup. And the MVP, of course, is going to be Duncan Idaho. And the most outstanding player, however, is going to be Xavier Booberry. Because why not? The playoff MVP, of course, is going to be Xavier Booberry. The points leader, of course, is going to be Duncan Idaho. <laughs> the goals leader, oh my god, who the fuck knows? Probably Duncan Idaho. But let's actually take a look at uh, Jerome Reinhardt out in New York, who I just learned today was traded to New York. So now I'm looking at Jerome Reinhardt and Duncan Idaho side by side, and it's really interesting because their SDHS attributes aren't that different. Um, but Idaho does have the edge in everything. Yeah, everything. Uh, with the exception of puck handling slightly. And strength slightly. But other than that, he has the edge on everything else, and he invested some into checking. And I think this really highlights, and again, Duncan Idaho does have an extra 111 TPA, which is certainly not nothing. But if you consider that Green invested into checking and didn't, and uh, sorry, and Jerome Reinhardt didn't whatsoever, uh, you wouldn't expect to see, you, I mean, you'd, you'd expect to see Jerome Reinhardt have you know, more of an edge in some of these stats. But then when you look at the new statistics, you can kind of, <laughs> you really see how not far your TPE goes um, at the at the higher brackets. So Mexican Cow invested, he has 90 wrist shot versus uh, Idaho's 74 wrist shot and 90 slap shot versus Duncan Idaho's 84 slap shot. Um, and then he still doesn't have as much scoring, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, that's crazy to me. And it shouldn't be because obviously the difference slides in offensive vision, uh, whereas Orbiting Death or Duncan Idaho uh, was not afraid to invest 87 points into offensive vision, whereas Mexican Cow seems pretty cozy at 70. Um. But as a result, he doesn't have as much scoring. Um, and he has lesser passing, which is probably what he was going for. But again, not significantly less passing. It's 66 for Idaho versus 61 for Reinhardt. So all in all, these builds are quite comparable. Uh, I'm assuming if you plug them into the simulator and simmed 10 full seasons uh, they would probably split as to who did better. Um, I am going to give Duncan Idaho the edge, though, for the points and goals leader. Uh, the assist leader I'm going to give to, let's say, Erlance Jokinen. I like his odds. He's far and away. I would give it to Poopy Pee Pants or even uh, Twee Sova, for that matter. Um, but I think we might cancel each other out <laughs> a little bit in DC. Um, 
That being said, Reliance doesn't have the best offensive support in Helsinki. Whatever. Erlance is going to win uh <laughs> is going to win the most assists trophy uh as well as the Sterling Labatt trophy. Again, should I look at Hard Markinson for that award? Yes. But I'm not going to. Uh cuz I'm at 15 minutes here. Let's let's rapid fire this shit. Uh top deep or top offensive defenseman. Um that I'll give to Sova. But top defensive defenseman, I'll give to Poopy Pee Pants. Will either of those take place? Eh, one of them might. Uh, top goaltender, Javier Booberry. Top rookie, let's say Bubbles Utonium. I don't know. It's going to be tough to predict rookies this season. Um, and since the gap between high TPA players and low TPA players is so much more spread out with this hybrid attributes, I'm expecting rookies to go back to being mediocre. We are not going to see any rookie records being sniffed at for some time, I imagine. But for goalies, that's not the case. So I think Bubbles Utonium is, in fact, a solid pick for the Stolschweiger Trophy. Top two-way forward, I think Dunk's got that locked down. Top GM? Mm. I think I think, I think think Anorama has a case for it. Depends how the Dragons do uh, in the playoffs assuming they make it. Uh, but I also think Spartan has a case as well for just consistently having a good team, even past the meta. He's competing. He made it to the finals three seasons in a row and could easily make it four. Or at least he did, according to my predictions. Um, actually, no, he didn't. <laughs> so in that case, maybe... Uh, the fuck even GM's Helsinki. Razor. Uh, I think Fank... I think Fank, I think Funk has a pretty decent chance at that as well. Most improved player, Jesus Christ, who knows? I think the re- rewards, bleh, talking is talking is hard. I think the award should be who has regressed the most, and that might be a more fun one to predict. Most improved, that's crazy. I don't expect anyone to really improve <laughs> with the with the hybrid attributes. Uh, again, maybe you can look at a goalie for this one. Um, I think Oscar Lindbergh and Cole Pierce have the potential to uh, take home the most improved. I don't know if a goalie's ever won it before, but this would be the season. Uh, Jaya Davis might have a case. He did do decent last year, but he could definitely elevate to some pretty crazy numbers to take that home. Um, yeah. Poopy pee pants also could be in there. Who knows? Maybe this new hybrid attributes will be good to him, and he'll have a season worthy of his TPE levels. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna count on that. For that matter, Erlance Jokinen. He's not a terrible player, and he's another great candidate because it's the pre-depreciation season. That's when. That's that season 79 hitting the prime uh, age. So. Or Lance Jokinen. Yeah, he had a point-per-game season last season. He could easily break out as a trophy-winning defenseman this season. So, yeah, those those are my picks for the Dustin Funk trophy, um, which leaves North American and EU conference champions. As I totally said, uh, North American champion, I guess Seattle. EU champion, uh... 
I guess, Helsinki, even though realistically it should probably be Moscow. Uh, oh, and then the Grey Clegane Trophy. Mm, I think that's more likely to go to Papa Emeritus than Javier Bouberry, actually. All right, that's the podcast. Uh, make sure to tune in next week where I got a special guest, and it's going to be probably too long and probably, hopefully, is going to happen. Um, but yeah, then you don't have to, you can listen to that for two hours and you don't have to listen to me again for a month. So you have that to look forward to. Uh, until then, keep fit and have fun. And I love you, but also go fuck yourself. See ya. See ya.